everyone and welcome back to the a beautiful beginning podcast this is your host shakia and i'm coming in it's like two o'clock in the morning (laughs) and i um was really restless um i was up doing a review for boards and sleepy i fell asleep um so i'm up now and hopefully i'll fall back asleep because i have church early in the morning so I want to give an update. Um, so I talked about some of the things um, that people should do, you know, that I was thinking about doing in 2023. And I wanted to share just a tidbit um, of what I found to work. And I pray that I can continue with it because consistency is key with stuff like this. So I, of course, like I said, got off um, and I gained a lot of the weight that I that I lost. So when I totaled it up from my starting weight, when I started to really like lose and get down like 45, 50 pounds, I have gained probably a total of between 60 and 70, 60 to 70 pounds. So I am working to get that off, right? So I had COVID, my kids and myself all had COVID, we were sick and we pushed through COVID. And one of the things I lost weight real quick because I couldn't eat, I had diarrhea, I was fatigued, it was bad. So um, I I was just kind of down. Of course the weight came back when I finally started eating again. But what I started to do was I looked at it and was like, you know what? I have got to see my weight on the other end. I cannot allow this um, this um, change. Like I can't allow my, my health to go downhill like this. So what I started to do was um, try to create somewhat of a plan to do better, you know? to try to eat better, to try to incorporate more physical activity. Um, But we all know that 80% is what you put in your mouth. Um, But my biggest reason for wanting to incorporate more physical activity is getting through COVID showed me just like how weak my body was. Like I was beat down real bad and fatigued because I wasn't really physically active. Like I generally would do some type of exercise, even if it went but three days out of the week, I would do something, some type of cardio, um, squats, you know, doing um, a little bit of like my arm exercise with my weights and stuff. I would do something at least three days a week. And it kept my body, you know, in a place where I could endure more. When I got through, you know, COVID or going through COVID, I was extremely weak and extremely fatigued. And it just felt like somebody had beat me up. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that, of course, 80% of losing weight and getting to a much healthier weight is what you eat is the nutritional side. But I also knew that my body was very much so um, declined. It declined. I had no endurance. So I um, started just trying to pick up and do some type activity. So I did a home workout. I um, walked. Um, 
I did a walk. I usually will walk with my kids, like I said, two to three miles, you know, a day, like during COVID, two and a half to three miles. So I had to get myself back up to walking. So I um, walked, but I couldn't go that far. It's like a half a mile. And then it's like I slacked off for a while. I didn't do much of nothing. Back into the same kind of routine of nothing. And then finally something clicked. I was at work talking to this guy. He was like, Shakia, you already know it's not going to work if you're not consistent. Like, you got to be consistent and just do this. And so then I was looking at one because I um, love my YouTubers. So Jeronica Mycia has a treadmill challenge. And I saw Chelsea. Chelsea was doing the challenge. She mentioned that Jeronica was doing the challenge. And she was trying to get back on a healthy kick herself, healthier lifestyle. And she was talking about it. And so I started back just walking. So I went back to the track. Now, four, four laps is a mile. And so normally I can do six very easy, you know. Um, and the shoes that I normally wear, they didn't hurt my feet or anything. But the shoes were killing me. And I could barely get even through the first lap. And I was like, this is too much weight on my joints. Like, I could barely wear my shoes and stuff. I could barely walk. And I was like, this is too much weight. Like, my body just ain't, it ain't, you ain't built for this. So, needless to say, I said, okay. That was an eye-opener. Like, I literally was on the track, like, so hurt and disappointed. Because... I just could not walk the way I normally would. Like I normally would take off and I do four laps easy and then turn around and be like, okay, let's do four more, you know? And I would get my two miles in. But this time I could barely get around in one. I think I did two, three laps and that was it. I couldn't even get through the fourth to do the full mile. And I was out for the count. Walking to my car, I was out of breath because it's like you walk a path up a hill to your car, and I was out of breath. I sat there and was like, just forget it. My feet were killing me. Um, so you would think, like, I was like, okay, let's try this again. So I went back out there the next day, and I said, you got this. Come on, let's do it. So the next day I got out there, I did a mile and a half. I did a mile and a half. And I was proud of myself because I didn't quit. I said, we got to do this. And I got out there and did my mile and a half. And so then the next day after that, I got out there, didn't prepare. I didn't have a hoodie or nothing like I was supposed to. Because half my hoodies and stuff I had don't fit right. Um, because I've gained so much. So... I was out there, didn't have my coat and stuff that I normally would have. Because like I said, a lot of stuff just ain't fitting. Everything's snug. So I was freezing. The wind was like whipping through. And I was like, I cannot walk out here like this. So I said, let me go. So I left. I did one one um, lap and I left. And I said, I hadn't been to the gym in so long. I'll be embarrassed to go in there now. Because I still have a membership. I just hadn't been there. And so I said, you know what? Let's get past the embarrassment because that shit don't matter. You have something to do. And that is you need to get your time in today. 
So I said, okay, let me go into the gym. So I went to the gym and I worked out and I did the challenge that Jeronica did. I tweaked it a little bit because, of course, I hadn't, like I said, I'd build my endurance. So her challenge is like you walk on the treadmill at an incline of like 10 to, I think, 12. And you do a rate, like a um, speed of like 2 to 2.5, right? And some can do even more, like 3. So I knew, me. I wasn't going to be able to do no damn incline of 10. So I did an incline of 8.5, 8 to 8.5. And I did a speed of 1.8. So what I did was I started out with the incline and I walked, walked, walked. You know, because like walking up a hill. And so I did that. And I did it for like several minutes. Like once I got past like say 10 minutes, I leveled it back out at an incline of like say 2 or 3 at 2.5 and walked that. And so I basically kind of intermittently put it up at 8.5, 1.8, and then dropped it. So I had a good workout. Um, it was very good. I enjoyed it. My legs are sore because I also did my squats today, too. I went back to doing my kettlebell squats. And so I did that. And so my legs are hurting. But I can honestly tell you the fatigue. Like. I was so out of it. Like, I was doing a review, doing my review, and I was, like, just, like, totally, like, boom, out of it. Like, sleepy. Like, really, like, laid over tired. And so, um, both the twins had sniffles yet again because they both keep turning their fans on high at night, and it's cold in the house, and, like, both of them now have the sniffles. So I was trying to make sure I got them taken care of. And um, I just kind of was like, okay. So I cooked dinner and stuff today. I intermittently fasted, get my water in, and I cook dinner. And so I can't say my nutrition is 100% perfect um, because I did have mashed potatoes with them. But I didn't get no extra servings or nothing. Um, and I try to eat more of the vegetables than anything, the vegetable and meats. Um, I did have a cookie, I'm not going to lie, because I baked cookies for them, and so I had a cookie. And so I'm back to trying to do um, my gym challenge tomorrow. Um, if I don't get there, because I know we have church, and I can't remember the hours at the gym, um, if I don't get there, then I more than likely will try to do like a home workout, because um, i got a busy day tomorrow. But I wanted to say, like, one of the things that I've been doing is trying to live my life more intentionally. And I think I said that, like, several times before, and I didn't. And one of the things that I realized is that um, I wasn't taking into account who I am versus who I want to be. So this is something that you may be able to try to kind of give you an idea, like, where you are with stuff. So I kind of sat and thought about the girl that I imagined in my head. I imagined who Shakia is in my head. And I think about who I dream Shakia is. Who I see. Now for people who don't dream and you don't vividly think about stuff, maybe it's not going to work for you. But for me, I dream in color and I have vivid like dreams about stuff. And so a lot of times... I will see myself in my dreams as the person that I want to be.
not who I am. And so the person in my dreams is always physically fit. Like she ain't like perfect, but she's always more physically fit. She's healthy. This person is always, you know, more confident, more witty. You know, she's always laughing, telling jokes. She's comfortable with who she is. Okay? Like the Beyonce song, Cozy. She's cozy. So, um, this particular girl is always, like, living her life intentionally. Like, she goes on trips, you know, when she wants to go. Um, She dates with intention. She has friendships, you know, that she maintains with the intention of, you know, these are lifelong friends. Um... She's a mother and she has, you know, balance to everything in her life. And so I thought about it. Oh, this girl also is financially secure, very financially secure and successful. And so I thought about it and I said, okay, what am I missing here? And I thought about who this chick is as opposed to who I am. And I thought about a lot of the characteristics that she has her personality traits. And I was like, you know, we have a lot of similarities, but we're not 100% the same. And I thought about it, I said, yeah, because she is me. She is me in the, not the perfected form, but she is me at like her full potential. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to think about it. I was like, if I really like push myself to my full potential, that's me because she and I have a lot of different things in common, but I have some things that hold me back. And so I had to think about what holds me back, you know? And so I had to think about what it is that holds me back as opposed to what I truly want to see in my life and how am I going to get there? So when I talk about intentional living, is you like basically intentionally doing the things that you want to see happen in your life. So I start work I start working out cuz I need to show up because this girl she physically fit. I'm an Aquarius. And Aquarius are usually described as physically attractive, right? They're very physically attractive, physically fit women. And I always look at that and be like, "Damn, I'm way off, okay? Now I'm cute, but I ain't physically fit." And so I was like, you know, I'm not taking care of myself the way I should. So that's the one thing I thought about. Okay, let's start taking care of ourselves the way I should. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about the body butters and the creams and stuff. Let's make sure we're maintaining a healthy diet, a healthy way of life. You know, Um, let's um, lessen the stress in our life. Let's pray daily. Let's have our devotion again. Let's meditate and let's make time to do that daily. Okay. Um, So one other thing is that I write a list of tasks for me to do daily. And so it works for me. Again, it works for me because a lot of times I'll forget what I'm supposed to be doing from day to day. I don't care if I put it in my phone, if I write it down, whatever. The only reason that this works is because I make myself review the list throughout the day. So, of course, this list has to go with me, okay? It has to go with me. Like on a work day, if I'm supposed to be, like, drinking my water and stuff, um, and I got something I need to do when I get home, I have to take the list with me 
take my devotion with me because I have time when I have downtime at work, when I could be studying for boards and doing my devotion and praying. I could also make sure I'm getting my water in. So it should never be a time where I'm not checking things off of that list, like accomplishing those goals. But when I don't prepare myself, when I totally am like, well, I probably ain't gonna be able to, when you have that type of mentality, things just like go to, you know, go to, go to the wayside. And so I had to acknowledge my own behavior and how I'm just not showing up for myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm showing up to do everything else and I'm always there for everyone else and I'm always giving the best advice, but I'm not doing what I need to do for myself and living my best and, you know, intentional life. And so those are just some of the things that I um, started doing. And so making a list, checking it twice, which means like, and I'm not going to say that everything works like, oh, Lord, I had an issue with my bank. Um, and so Friday, it was on my list to call my bank and to call Walmart because I got, got the kids bicycles for Christmas. And I assume you could just take the bikes and get them assembled because it had a little card that said free assembly. And so I kept calling, calling, calling because I was like, when can I get these bikes, you know, assembled? Lo and behold, it took forever it took me actually getting in my car and driving to Walmart to get them to say, oh, we don't do that here anymore. Because they kept giving me the runaround, transferring me 50 times. And I had them call like five times. And the same thing had happened with my job. Because I had financial goals, I wanted to pick up some extra time. And so I was like calling, calling, calling the front desk. Nobody wasn't answering. The secretary ain't always nice. <laughs> she a little messy. She nine times out of ten saw my damn name on that call ID and would not answer that phone. And the reason why is because when I bust up in there, it was the look on her face that let me know. Like, she looked like a guilty. <laughs> she looked guilty like, oh, shit, she just showed up, you know? So I, again, was like, let me just take the bull by the horn and be like, you know what? Let me go up in there and sign up for my time. I ain't got time to be playing with you with this phone. Um, let me go to the store and find out for myself, do they, you know, offer this service so I won't waste my time calling, you know, and being transferred 50 times. So, um, same thing with the bank, um, being on hold call back, I was livid and, you know, I went off. And so I finally got that, that whole, um, thing, you know, figured out and got stuff like whatever information I needed, I got it. And so it was like, okay. Finally, I'm seeing where, okay, you have got to step up in order for these things to work. You can't just sit back and just think it's just going to work. You're going to have to, you know, and I, I said, like I said, when I talked about who the girl was in my dreams, the Shakia that I was seeing so vividly, um, we had a lot of those, those um, qualities. And I said, you know, when I was younger, I would work out and I would eat right and I was, you know, starting my career and stuff. Very successful. If I set out to, like, I went to go work critical care, I worked critical care, I was a manager. A lot of what I set out to do, I did it. And then there was a point, like a turning point, where I just stopped putting forth all that effort. 
And I just stopped like wanting to be the best version of myself. And I remember, um, I remember sort of kind of what happened during that time. But I remember it was a lot of being ostracized, you know, like anytime I would work and I would acquire anything or do anything, I was constantly ostracized, meaning, you know, that, oh, you think you're better. You think you're this, da, 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 da. And so I know that a lot of stuff got curtailed after I had kids even further. And so I was still trying to push because I was like, I'm not the type of person that's just going to sit back and just let life deal me whatever cards it deals me. I'm going to play the game because I'm going to play to win. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not going to take whatever. I'm playing to win. And so I had to like get back in that mindset that this Shakia, she don't just take whatever cards that you know are dealt to her. She playing to win. She's taking whatever the fuck is given to her. And she makes the shit work. Like, you know what I'm saying? She, She's making stuff work and she's going to push. You know what I'm saying? If she don't win this round, she's pushing through the next round. You know what I'm saying? It's like she's going to continue to push. And that was something that I had to think about. That that fire, that, that take the bull by the horn type mentality, I had to get it back. Because if I didn't, a lot of things would just fall by the wayside and I just would not accomplish my goals and I just would not do what it is God has for me and aside from living a more intentional life is living a more purposeful life and I know I've said that on this this podcast before you know when it comes down to like your last day you don't want to lay in your bed or sit in your chair or wherever you are on your last day thinking about all the things you did not do because you allowed fear to keep you from doing those things you allowed what other people said limit how far you go in your life you know what I'm saying and so what I'm saying is you're gonna always have critics I always have critics I always have critics I always have somebody feel like well this is what I think you know and this is what this and I finally am at 40 get me 41 in a few weeks I'm like, well, F it. I don't really give a shit what you think. I really don't because we're two totally different people. We live two totally different lives. And what doesn't make sense to you makes sense for me. And what doesn't, you know, what makes sense for you a lot of time um, doesn't really, it doesn't really appeal to me. And so I had to think about it like you got to bet on yourself. You know, you got to bet on yourself and you cannot place limitations in your life that you can allow people to place limitations in your life um, based on their their hurts, their pains, their their past traumas and their fears. Um, And that's for every aspect. You know what I'm saying? That's every aspect of your life. You have got to show up as your best self, but you've got to move people out of the way that are hindering your growth. And you got to check people that constantly feel like it's their like plight in life to limit you based on their fears. And so one of the biggest things is me being an only child. My mom is very much so, how can I say, clingy in a sense. 
where she wants to know like a lot of what I have going on in my life and a lot of different things. And it kind of, in a sense, kind of makes me feel like she wants to run my life. And a lot of her fears and limitations that she's had, to me, it feels like she places it on me. You know, like she was a single mom, but she wasn't, she was a single woman, but she wasn't a single mom. Whereas my dad actively financially helped with a lot of stuff and would still come and get me and spend time with me and take me shopping and stuff. And so it's like her limitations or whatever she went through went quite like mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my situation with my kid's father is totally different. They haven't seen him since 2018. And he'll pay child support when he wants to pay it. We're thankful when he does. But when he doesn't, you know, we just have to keep moving. You know, nobody's going to sit and beg you to do what you're supposed to do. You know, you just keep moving. You know, it's all I can do. And so a lot of times I feel like as a woman, as a black woman, um, limitations are placed. Especially being a single mom. Because you get pretty much put in this little bucket of you just need to take whatever's given. Um, Ain't nothing good out there for you because you're the bottom of the barrel, you know. And so when you push past that and you don't allow someone else's um, opinions and their limitations limit you and where you're going and what you're doing, you can accomplish. You have plenty of women who are single moms that are entrepreneurs and quite a few are millionaires. I actually researched this. Um, and I was looking at how they became millionaires and how they pitched whatever they pitched and whatever how they did whatever they did. But a lot of women who are very creative are able to move. And you should not dim your light for anyone just because they don't understand who you are and where you are. Because I'm going to be quite honest with you. If you really truly have a, a, a talent and if you truly are blessed to be able to do something, whether it's be an entrepreneur that like has a catering business, a travel agency, a real estate agent, um, whether it's someone who has a dance studio or you tutor kids on the side, um, whether you have your own like say staffing agency or a catering did I say catering business I think I did but whatever it is you have your own thing you have your own thing going you're always going to have somebody that don't feel like your brand is worth it you're always going to have somebody feel like somebody else going to somebody else does what you do better you can't allow that to limit you and what you're doing you understand what I'm saying you have to stand 10 toes down on who you are and what you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Because if you are putting out your best product, you understand what I'm saying? And you make sure that you pour out. I don't care how many people bake, you know, cookies and, and cupcakes and pies and whatever else. If your stuff got a signature taste and is good, and you got your own little twist on how you do what you do, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you, it's going to sell. It's going to be a success because you give your best. You give your all to it. You're going to have your own audience. If that particular friend, just like I said in the Dish Diggers um, episode, if that person never supports what you have, 
be grateful for the people that do. Okay? Be grateful for who does stand in, 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 you know, who stands in line and they cheer for you. And they're constantly promoting your business. And they will buy, you know, your products. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I would get real irritated because I realized, like, for me, um, I didn't feel like I was being supported, especially with my podcast. Child, I don't have probably nowhere near half of my family that listens. I don't have nowhere near half of, like, my line sisters that are even interested. Um, and I have a handful of friends, but only one or two actually even actively listen. So I, a lot of times felt like I just didn't feel supported. You know what I'm saying? And so I realized that, and I had to, I had to think about that. Why am I actually doing this? It was an outlet for me. It was definitely an outlet for me. And I enjoy doing what I do. Like I enjoy sharing my story and taking you along on my journey. And so if all I get is pure, you know, joy from actually just sharing my part or my journey with you, and it just really is a good release for me to be able to talk about some things with you um, in this format, then I've done what I needed to do. And I don't need to worry about who doesn't do. You know what I'm saying? Because this in itself is a blessing to me to be able to have such a release. And so that's all I had to say. Just like going into the new year um, strong. We're going into the second month very soon. And um, there's a lot of, you know, things going on in the world around us. A lot of different challenges in so many different ways for a lot of people. Um, But I wanted to share that, you know, living an intentional life is living a purposeful life. You know, you have to push yourself, though. You have to be consistent. You have to be disciplined. That's another word, discipline. And you have to be accountable. So I'm going to go back over these words, okay? Because they're very, very, very important. And we'll talk about them later in later episodes, but they're very important. You know, to be purposeful and live an intentional life, you have to be disciplined. You have to be consistent. And you have to be accountable. You know what I'm saying? You have to be disciplined. You have to be consistent. And you have to be accountable. When you mess up, you got to know you messed up, okay? You know, you can have a straight, like, schedule of exercise and meal prep and this, 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 and that. But you have certain triggers, certain things that kind of, like, set you off. And you start eating or get real stressed out, start drinking, or just be like, F it, I'm not working out today, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. You got to identify your triggers, and you got to identify ways that you can deal with those triggers. Like, how can you manage those triggers so that we're not going down this road again? You know what I'm saying? So you can lessen those episodes, you know? If you have those episodes two or three times out of the week, And you lessen those episodes to once, you know, you're going to work on lessening them to zero. But going from two to three times out the week to one is a huge help. Because if during that time you're consuming an extra thousand or so calories and you're consuming a ton of alcohol and stuff that you don't need, you're looking at the fact that, hey, I'm not doing any of the above. 
I am so intentional about what I do in a day that I don't include any of that. And even when things kind of get a bit, you know, out of, you know, out of whack and stuff is crazy at work or, you know, the kids drive you crazy or your spouse done got on your last nerve, at least you know, like, hey, I'm going to be accountable for what I do, but I'm also going to look for ways to deal with this and not go back down the same road. You know what I'm saying? And so identifying those triggers are definitely one of my biggest goals um, so that I can curtail it. And be accountable, be able to stand strong on what it is I'm doing so that I can continue to live a consistent life, um, a purposeful life, an intentional life. All of that comes under being disciplined. And so when we talk about discipline, um, a lot of times we're thinking of just like, you know, a parent basically kind of like making sure or looking over you, making sure that you do everything you're supposed to do, right? And so that's why one of my things or one of my tasks daily is to pray. That's my task daily is to pray and to have devotion, to read God's word and to pray. Why? Because it keeps you grounded. You know, he's our ultimate father. And so whereas we are weak and we are fearful in a sense or just, you know, allowing those limitations to come in and, you know, place roadblocks here and there. He is our father. He's our good, good father who knows just how hard we want that stuff removed and how hard we want to, you know, live our life on purpose. And so he's the one who's going to work with us to limit those limitations, to lessen those fears and to help us identify ways to deal with the triggers in our life. So, um, you know, that is a way that we could honestly ultimately have more discipline and be able to get through a day or a month without sabotaging everything that we work for. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I had to say. And like I said, I'll be talking about those three words once again, discipline, consistency and accountability later on. But I just wanted to bring this little um, early morning or late night podcast um, just to say hello and talk some more about living intentionally. I hope everyone's doing well and I hope that these podcasts are actually helping in some way, form or fashion. Um, And I pray that you're able to take something, at least some tidbit from it and incorporate it in your life and it helped build you into a better person. Because I feel that it's ultimately God's purpose and it's ultimately not his purpose, but ultimately God's desire to see us all shine bright.